0: No, it never does. This is this is a goal every year. Um, and, you know, no matter how you play throughout the year or how you think you play, being here, you realize you've done some things uh, correctly. And I remember missing 2015 and 2016 and really, really missing being here. And I got back in 2017, and I remember walking from my car to the the locker room and just kind of looking all around, taking it all in and realizing you know, it's a gift to be here. You know, I'm so I'm I'm super thankful every year now. I don't want to take it for granted. Um, nothing's promised. I'm not promised to come back next year, so I'm gonna soak it in and and you know look forward to competing, uh, starting tomorrow.
1: Perfect. And then, what about East Lake makes this uh, such a worthy venue for the for the season finale?
0: Well, I love the golf course because I don't think it favors any type of player. You, you know, you have to drive it well. The rough every year is up. You. You know the fairways aren't that tight, but if you do miss it, it's very the rough is very penal, um, and there's no tricks. You know there's there's no there's a little bit of water, but it's mainly right in front of you. Um, greens are always fast, are always pure, and it's a it's a great championship style golf course that I think is perfect for our year end you know race to the FedEx Cup that um, the best golfer is going to win here this week. Whereas we play some courses where you can get away with. A little more and maybe not the best golfer won uh, that week but this week the best golfer will win and you got to play well uh, every day to, to get the job done.
1: Perfect. Um, with that we'll, we'll start opening up for questions. Um, have a couple people joining in here right now. Uh, we'll start with Ben Gavlik with uh, PGA Tour. Ahead, ben. Hey Ben, uh, I just have a question um, about the Closing hole from T to green. What makes the par 518
0: here at like a unique closing hole? Sure um, it's a great closing hole because, uh, you know, guys can make eagle. Uh, and I love, you know, typically on the last day they put the pin front left, which is kind of the most accessible pin. So, you know, a guy could be two back going to the last hole and still have a good chance and make an eagle. Um, you know, it's not a very difficult driving hole. Um the Bombers can kind of even hit it down, you know, down that little hill and have as little as five iron in. I'm usually back on the on the downslope with the three-wood in. But it's a great finishing hole. I think there's definitely more excitement now than, you know, it used to be with our current ninth hole when the par three was 18th hole. Um, I think that was a little less dramatic. So I love that they switched, you know, the nines. 15 now, tough par three. And then 16, 17 are, are birdie opportunities. And then obviously 18 – Got a chance to make eagle, and I think it's it's better, you know, all around. Thank you. Yep.
2: Thanks,
1: Ben. Next, we'll go with Doug Ferguson with the Associated Press.
2: Anyway, hey, well, um, not so much about this year, but but going forward, can can you ever see any issues with um, with the rotation when you get to certain courses that are basically set up for bombers? When we're at Boston, when we're at Crooked Stick, when they have moments like that where it doesn't really identify or might not identify all aspects of the game.
0: Yeah, I definitely think, Doug, that that should go into the consideration of where we're going to be playing. And even if we are playing at a golf course that really favors one type of player, I think there's small, inexpensive things that these clubs can do. Um, I mentioned this before, but the 10th hole at Quell Hollow, my home club, that bunker was 3.05 to carry, and so – most or a lot of guys could carry that, and their fairways twice as wide. Well, all Johnny Harris did was they flipped the bunker, so now it's 3:30 to carry. Nobody's really going to carry that, and the hole actually looks the same. If you're on the tee box, you can't really tell that it's different. So I do think, to your point, courses can tweak things here and there inexpensively to to really cater towards the whole field instead of just a, you know the bombers. Uh, but we do it. I think being on a rotation is really fun for us. Certain guys might like TPC Boston more than Liberty National or whatever it might be, but it's good, to, I think, for us to kind of see a fresh rotation every year too.
2: What about being at Eastlake? What's that? Is that? What about being at Eastlake? Is that, is that um, I mean, you're getting, that's the one time you're getting the same course every year. Does it
0: Yeah.
2: it become a destination just because when you talk about FedEx Cup, you talk about Eastlake? Or yeah, it would be nice to see that move?
0: No, I think so. I think this, the, the, with the history here, um, I, I think, as a whole, all 30 guys would probably say they really enjoy this golf course, and I do think you know there's no advantage. You look at the winners here: Jim Furyk, Bill Haas, Brant Snedeker, who don't hit it that far. Then you got bombers like uh, Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, Henrik Stenson. You have winners all you know all types of drivers of the golf ball, which I think shows that it's a really good golf course and a test because you have all these different types of winners. So I do think Eastlake should stay the destination um, for the Tour Championship. Um, I think it's hard enough. I think it's fair enough. Um, and like I said, the best player is going to win.
2: Do you have a membership here yet?
0: No, I don't. <laughs> Maybe they'll <laughs> give me one. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, next we'll hear from Steve D'Amaglia with USA Today. Go ahead, Steve. Webb, what does it say about the PGA Tour that you guys return after 13 weeks and you, from Colonial to here, you got here while other leagues have struggled? What does it say about the PGA Tour being able to uh, come back as successfully as it has?
0: Steve, I think it's a huge deal that honestly hasn't been made a big enough deal. I think, you know, you see the other leagues and, you know, they're having all sorts of issues with the coronavirus. And, you know, it seems like so many decisions have been in limbo you know, the fans not knowing what to expect, which teams are sitting out. Um, now, I know things are different with us, less players, you know, than typical, you know, uh, other leagues might have, but they've done a phenomenal job. Our numbers are so shockingly low compared to other, you know, organizations or groups of people. Um, and I, I never thought that we'd have this smooth of a process. Now, it's probably, probably have not been smooth behind the scenes, but I feel like, you know, Jay Monahan, the board, the pack, all the PJ Tour staff, whoever's been responsible for keeping us going um, has been huge. And I think Travelers, when he flew up to Travelers, when Jay flew up, I thought that was a really big deal because a few positives that week. I think players were scared. He was flying up to shut it down, um, but he, he went the opposite way. He said, listen, this is here to stay. We're going to have to deal with it. You know, as long as we're being smart, we're going to keep going. Um, and I'm so glad he did that because, you know, we've had less positives since. Um, but we're here in Atlanta, uh, guys are so happy to, to be playing and have a job and competing, um, that, yeah, I think, I think it's a great example to the other leagues of what, you know, what he's done and what the PJ Tour has done as a whole.
1: You had to deal with it yourself personally with your daughter. When that happened, did you think we would get here?
0: I didn't. And I didn't know what my, my future held. You know, I was I was negative that week and I talked to the tour doctor and my management team and um, I didn't know, does that mean I'm sitting at home for three weeks or a month? You know, what does that look like? Um, you know, having her retested again and she was uh, negative that time and she didn't really have any symptoms. So we felt felt good about it. But, you know, I'm nervous every week taking that test because I know what it means if if I'm positive and. I think I was most nervous this week because this is the week you want to play the most. Um, And I think after this week we can exhale a little bit, even though we do have two majors coming up. But um, it's really, you know, for me personally, I think the other golfers, my house has been shut down for months. You know, we don't allow many people to come in um, just because we're trying to be careful and protect not only us being able to play but everybody else out here.
1: Thank you, sir. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Steve. You. We'll hear from uh, Ben Gavlik again with PGA Tour. Hey, Webb. I just want to talk about uh, your off week last week. I just was wondering what went to that decision and how do you spend that time?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's a hard decision. Last week it was Monday, Tuesday it was very difficult for me because I was very tired. I, you know, I played four in a row, knowing that I'm coming to Eastlake, knowing that the U.S. Open's coming up. And so we're kind of dealing with that as players all year of when to rest, when to play, even though we're playing well, we might need a rest or you're playing well, you want to keep going. And so we're always dealing with those questions. Um, in that moment of, of WD, I was extremely tired. I'd been in contention in Greensboro, uh, major championship on the West coast, WGC in Memphis, and, you know, a good long week in Boston. Um, my daughter did have her tonsils removed the week prior. I wanted to be home for her. Um, but I felt like, you know, it, you know, within my right of playing or not playing, I wanted to be most ready for this week, and I hated taking it off. BMW is an awesome sponsor. Uh, I wanted to play in a, a tournament with only seventy guys and no cut, but I felt like it was best for me to to stay home and and get ready for this week. Thank you. All right.
1: Oh, we got one more with uh, with Sean Martin, PGA Tour. com. Hey, what? You're very strategic with your schedule, and, and so you are coming off off weeks a lot and play well right off of an off week. What's the biggest benefit when you do take a, a week off, and what do you think allows you to kind of play well off of an off week so much versus guys who do better when they get on a roll? If that makes
0: sense? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think I think I'm putting in a lot more kind of mental energy into each tournament week now than I used to. And so I'm, I'm coming off of playing a little more tired mentally than I used to. I'm, I'm, I'm working out. I'm in better physical shape than I have been. But, um, like I said, I'm with that extra mental work each day, um, I, I see the value of rest. And my sports psychologist has really tried to get me to take more time off when I'm home. So maybe I used to take two days off on an off week from golf. Now I'm taking four or five. Um, so I'm coming off of an off week. uh fresh and more rested. I'm actually more excited to be here than I used to be because I used to it used to feel more like work now it feels like man I get to go play in a golf tournament. Um, so that kind of subtle shift for me has really helped to to when I show up at a tournament I'm all there mentally physically I feel fresh ready to go. Um, and even in a long stretch, you know three four in a row I'm trying to take those Monday Tuesdays off. Greensboro I didn't show up till Wednesday Boston I flew in Wednesday. So there's things I'm doing even on tournament weeks to, to feel like I'm fresh and rest. And You know, I looked at the top ten in the world a few years ago and I realized these guys aren't playing as much as other people. You know, they're, they're two-year divisors, 40 to 46 for most of them. There must be something to playing less, and it's really benefited me.
1: And then how do you feel like Eastlake suits your game, um, especially being kind of an old-school Donald Ross?
0: Um I think it suits me well because there's such a premium on hitting fairways. You know, there's not really any forced carries out here where if you can carry at 320, you have an advantage. Uh, the guy who hits the straightest has the biggest advantage. And so um, that's what I'm focusing on this week is hitting fairways. You know, iron shots, yes, they're important, but the green surfaces are big enough to where you don't have to be as accurate as, say, uh, Hilton Head, you know, coming into the green. So... Um, yeah, the guy who hits the most fairways, I think, is going to be the guy who has the best chance to win Sunday or Monday. Cool. Thank you. Thanks.
1: All right, one more with, uh, with Doug Ferguson with the Associated Press.
2: No real surprises, Webby. You kind of touched on this in terms of, of scheduling and playing and whatnot, but, but they just released a schedule yesterday that's got six majors and, and 50 events I don't expect you to play them all. Uh, but can you get your get your hands around what what this next season is going to look like? And, and secondly, I don't think off the top of my head you've been one who's, who's gone over to Korea or, or Shanghai or things like that. Can you see yourself going to Vegas and Sherwood for these for these events? Yeah. Four the Sorry.
0: no, you're good. The I, I'm gonna go to Zozo. I don't think I'll go to CJ Cup. Um, I typically don't. I, I've actually never played in those in Asia, um, but I love Sherwood. Uh, you know, I played in Tiger's event there a few years. I'm gonna go there, and I'm gonna play Shriners, uh, but not CJ Cup. Um, yeah, and then next year I did look at the schedule. The Florida swings very different. You know, we got you know Bay Hill before the players. The players a little earlier, and then we don't have Val'spar till late April. So I think that that's a good change for Val'spar. I think it'll give the golf course a little more time to really grow in. Um, but I haven't really looked you know, for me personally, exactly what I'm going to play in. But I think it's exciting given that we have all these majors back-to-back. I mean, two Masters within six months is awesome. And I think first-timers at Augusta in November, they're going to be that much hungrier to make it in April because they're going to, I think, want to experience it as a normal Masters with fans, a part-three tournament and all that. But um, I think fans are hungry to see golf. You know, we're hungry to play. And, you know – I got excited at least getting the email yesterday with the schedule being released, seeing, okay, how am I going to map out this year? Because guys will look at it differently. Guys might plan around the majors. Guys might plan around their favorite events. Um, for me, I look at it as where where am I going to have my best chance of winning uh, golf tournaments, and that's why I'm going to Shriners instead of CJ Cup, just because I feel like I love that event. I love the golf course. I got a better chance of winning there than I do at Shadow Creek, so that's why I'm skipping that one. Have you won Schraders? I did in 2013.
2: I'm supposed to know this, right?
0: That's all right. That's all
2: right. Have you played Shadow Creek?
0: Haven't played it. Talked to a bunch of guys who've, who've played it and said it's great. But what I've what I've heard and been described to about it is that it's it's uh, not as good of a golf course for me as TPC uh, Vegas or River High or whatever it is, Summerlin, TPC Summerlin.
2: And then the real question would be, of course, did you not watch the Tiger Phil match?
0: I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. I was probably changing a diaper, but yeah, I, I didn't, it I didn't see it. Worthwhile.
3: It's likely that the world's greatest links golf courses will be the reason you will want to plan a trip to Ireland. And with over 400 courses to choose from, you're sure to find whatever you seek. But Ireland is about even more than great golf. In this ancient land, the past works hand in hand with the present from cultural sites to castle ruins. Stay in a country b or a luxury hotel and spa. Enjoy inspiring local culinary choices, a pint and music at a cozy pub, but most of all, enjoy the warmth and hospitality of the Irish people who will make you feel that you haven't traveled from home, but have returned to it. Visit ireland.com to get started.
0: Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone
3: At FootJoy, they know the swing starts from the ground up, so you can take on those uphill, downhill, and sidehill lies. That's why FJ provides footwear that you need for superior traction and stability on every shot. Whether it's the all-new Pro SL, the hottest shoe on Tour, or the max performance of the all-new Tour X, the all-around comfort and performance of FJ Fury, FJ offers a shoe for every player, because finding the right shoe for your game matters. Shop now at FootJoy.com. Tour continues their meteoric rise in 2020. Over 90 different tour pros have put Tour Edge into their bag, including staffers Scott McCarran, Tom Lehman, Tim Petrovic, and Duffy Waldorf. Tour Edge makes clubs for every player type, and they set themselves apart with their unprecedented 48-hour delivery on custom-fit orders and by offering a lifetime warranty and by building their clubs in the good old U.S. of A. Visit TourEdge.com to learn more about their new clubs for 2020. Tour Edge, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation package's elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoeingGolf.com and Take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com Wearing the right golf shoe matters. That's why FootJoy offers more styles of shoes for more types of players than anybody else. So you can get matched with the right golf shoe for your game on footjoy.com with the FJ Shoe Finder. By answering a few short questions, you can find the shoe that fits your playing style and preference. Whether you walk or ride, prefer cleated or spikeless, ultra stable or flexible. If you need a narrow or wide or extra wide, FootJoy offers the most styles for the most players and can match you with the golf shoe that's right for you. Does your golf shoe match your game? find out with the FJ shoe finder visit shoe shoefinder today what is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with thegolftravelgroup.com. At Ben Hogan Golf, we manufacture some of the finest golf equipment in the world in our small factory in Fort Worth, Texas. That's because we build each club by hand using the same process Mr. Hogan created when he started his company 65 years ago. We call it micromanufacturing. No mass production and no shortcuts. Visit BenhoganGolf.com to learn more about our tour quality products and factory direct prices. It's time for you to discover Stream Song, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary.